Hello guys, welcome to the Creative Talk and I have with us for today's show, for today's episode, a very wonderful person, very awesome, very beautiful, very kind and humble, um, an interior decorator, Miss Jessie Carroll. Hi Jessie, how are you? Hey, I'm so good. So exciting to be here. Thank you, thank you. I know you're a very busy person, but thank you for spending time to be with me in this show. And I, I'm excited to learn about a lot of things, your story, your journey, the challenges that you experienced. I'm, I'm so excited. And to know that you're an interior decorator. I mean, I'm so amazed. I have a lot of questions, I, like genuine questions. I want to know what uh, an interior decorator do. How, how is it in, in, a day, in a day in a life? Like, it's it's so fascinating, you know. You you guys are very artistic in a different perspective, and, and that intrigues me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so much I want to say. Um, <laughs> my day to, you know, my day to day is so different than maybe a typical decorator or designer. Mm -hmm. And it's really it's because I, I'm all virtual. And to be honest, I started my I started my business uh, during COVID, <laughs> so Whoa. it like. The silver lining was that it forced me to get creative and have my business start with an all virtual model. So um, therefore my day to day is just, it's really different. Um, yeah, it just, I mean, it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but the way I think about it is, you know, I don't want to come in and tell people how to, how to do anything. Mm. I want to work with what people already have and mm. see, if, you know, what we can create around that. Because- wow. A lot of times people think like the solution is just buying all these new things and making their home pretty. Mm. But what that doesn't do is allow you to have a home you love long-term. So my process is very different. Um, I, you know, I really work with people to understand the root of why they're not enjoying the space that they're in or the root of why they think they want certain things. So it's more of a psychological discussion. Uh, so that's why it's a little bit different, but my day to day, is really is just connecting. I'm really I really pride myself in relationship building over you know selling and wow. just push people. So it's a lot of just sharing you know my work. So actually, social media has become a big job for me, which I never. I'm the girl who wasn't on Instagram for like three years because I told <laughs> myself I didn't like in, or I didn't like uh, social media. Mm. So now it's become a job for me. I spend a few hours every day. Mm. just connecting, building relationships. And then, um, you know, eventually, you know, I get people that want to work with me and be my customers. And so what I do is I, um, you know, I, I go through like a, a design kind of discovery call. It's like a free 30 minute call. Mm. And what yeah. we're doing is just making sure that, you know, we are good partners together because if I'm going to be invited to come into your home and have that intimate experience, cause it is kind of intimate, you know, it's like, mm. you're, Inviting me even virtually into your space or maybe your bedroom or, you know, so it, it has to be um, a good vibe between the two of us. So I want to understand, you know, first and foremost, what's, you know, what is your, uh, what's your biggest need right now? What are you struggling with? You know, what are you feeling stuck with? And then, so we talk about that. I share my process. I make sure it sounds good to them. I walk through my packages and things like that. And then and then from there, um, you know, I have them fill out a questionnaire and there's a whole process, but basically my day is like connecting, building relationships, having discovery calls, making sure we're a great fit and then creating. Um, wow. I spend 
most of my day creating. So most of my day is creating rooms for people. It's breaking things down, problem solving, um, and then building next steps for myself. I've, I've got a lot of stuff I'm building too. So it's kind of a hodgepodge of a day. And I finally, <laughs> I finally got a calendar, like a, a planner. So I'm like, actually, uh, this sounds like I'm so behind, but really I finally got something. No worry. Like we're, we're like in the same shoe. I'm planner. very bad with planning. I'm very bad in scheduling. So, you know, my team is always nagging me because I'm very bad in doing schedules and plans. <laughs> I used to have everything in my phone thinking that was more organized, but I didn't realize that the way I learn and the way that I track things is more manually. So I had mm. to have you know, an actual planner that wow. I could physically write in. And so it looks like a mess, but I call it organized chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's nice. That's nice. Well, that's a wonderful story. Like, wow. I, I, I was surprised you, you dive into that like core. Um, I'm, you mentioned that your business started, you know, it, it, it came into um, existence when the COVID pandemic started. Can, can you share us the story and how that happened? That, that's a blessing um, in, in a, you know, very negative situation. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So it's actually, I laugh so hard at this story because it, I think sometimes we try to really over, overcomplicate life. Mm. And so the way that this came to be was so simple. And so I just laugh at it. So, and so honestly, the idea, the idea for this business only started last October. So October, 2019, I officially got my business license January, 2020. Mm. And started taking customers May 2020. Wow. So it's been fast. And the reason is because the moment the idea came to me, I just, I had to, I had to take it and run with it because the pain of where I was, was so much worse than the pain of the idea of actually taking a leap and making a difference in my life. So that's kind of where I was at. And that's why it progressed so fast. But um, the idea came because I was literally on a train. Um, okay. I was on a train with a best friend and mm -hmm. this train, it wasn't like we were traveling long distances. It was literally, we got these tickets like the night before to go to this beer fest. <laughs> and this beer fest basically starts with the, you know, you get on this train, the dinky little train, and then it takes you to like this beautiful mountainside right. brewery festival thing. Anyway, so we're on this train and it's just supposed to be like this fun day, you know, and get plopped out at a beer fest. But I'm sitting there, I can't stop thinking about like my career. I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. Cause at the time I was doing recruiting for corporate and I'd been doing it for a little over five years. And, you know, mm -hmm. I was, I was climbing the ladder and you know, it was, it was, it was great. It just wasn't fulfilling. And I could just, you know, I think a lot of people experience where when you know you're meant for more, mm. it, it just eats at you and you can't let it go. Um, right. so I, yeah, I just, I expressed to her, I said, Hey, I know this is supposed to be a fun, like easy peasy ride, but I really need to talk about it. Like, I have no idea what to do next. I know I'm supposed to do more, but I have no idea what that is. And so she was like, okay, cause she was, the reason she was my best friend is cause she was so good at just really breaking down things for me and making wow. it simple. So she, she started off by saying, okay, well like calm down. She's like, what are your skills? What are you good at? Like, let's yeah. start there. And I told her, I go, uh, I'm kind. <laughs> that's 
she asked you what you're good at and what's your skills. For yeah, being kind, how, where can we put that? that? <laughs> right? That's how far I've come. Is like that's what right. I thought my skill was was I'm kind. I'm nice to people. Like oh, what yeah, am I gonna yeah. I like to read. Like what is that? And so um she she knows me so well, you know, and she says, Oh my gosh, no, like what do you like to do? What are things mm. you like to do? And eventually, you know, probably after 10 minutes we finally got to, okay, well, I would like to make my, I like to decorate my home. I love to decorate my apartment. My apartment has always been the one that people have like commented on and mm. asked for tips about. And so I realized that was a, just a natural skill I had. And I've been doing, honestly, been doing that since I was like seven mm. um, and just always decorating my room. And then when I finally started getting my own apartment, as I got older, even in college, I was doing it because I knew the value <laughs> of just creating a safe space for yourself right right it was just a natural thing I did for myself and it honestly I don't want to say it's easy but it required minimal effort and I think that's the goal is finding someone something excuse me finding something that it just yeah you have that that natural ability where it doesn't stress you out so you can say things like oh I don't work a day in my job yeah in my life so so yeah, so I just really, the moment, the moment she said that to me, like a light bulb went off and I was like, oh my gosh, I have something here. I actually have a skill. I have a talent. Like, <laughs> And I was like, I think people could pay you for this talent. So right, I just started yeah. getting really excited. And then she was like, oh, you know, okay. And so the thing is when you start expressing ideas, when something just feels really good, like other energies and match mm. it and other people start triggering ideas in their mind about how they can help you and like yeah. all this stuff starts flooding in and so immediately after that a domino effect started happening mm. where she's like wait my i think my friend random friend from college that i met one time our first year of college and then she moved away she's a home stager she's right. like i could connect you guys i'm like that's super random but also what is home staging and so I initially got into design doing home staging because mm. that's, that's all I understood. So, and for anybody that doesn't know what home staging is, basically it's designing a home uh, oh. for, to, to sell. Okay. So it's, okay. it's really just, just decorating based off what the market of that specific area so, so that's, does that mean decorating inside, like fully furnished, you know, the aesthetic value of the house and everything, right? Yeah, so it can okay. be it can be both. Um, you've got people that focus on like the curb appeal, you know, the house. But homesteaders yeah. um, typically work with um, majority inside, so it is interior decorating. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's very. I learned later after I got certified in it because I was like, okay, give me an action step, give me anything, and I'll do it. So the moment I had that idea of home staging, I just went, you know, I ran towards it. And, but what I learned is that it actually didn't really resonate with me a ton. I still offer it and I still help people with that virtually too. Okay. But what I realized is the difference is, um, you know, home staging is really about, like I said, decorating for a market. So it's very impersonal. It's not decorating for the homeowners themselves right, to make right. the homeowners who are living in the space happy. It's decorating to sell. So it's very cold and impersonal and honestly yeah. boring. It's very cookie cutter designs and like, it definitely serves a purpose. So mm. Houses sell like 85% faster. Wow. So yes, so there's a lot of studies on it and it's, it's definitely beneficial. But as far as me finding my career and what really fulfills me, it's connecting with people. It's designing to make people 
um, or designing so that people can have a home that they love and that they can personally enjoy. That's well, what's it, you said that, sorry. So you said that it sells, you know, uh, 70 to 80% more. So that means the money is okay. There's a fast income generate. That's a fast income generating thing. And in spite of that, you're, you're, you know, you, you decided that, nah, I'm not going to stick with that. Was, was it a battle? Like, okay, I'm going to go and, and do what I really want, but then I'm going to giving up this healthy income generating thing. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so it's funny because I didn't even think about that when I was doing home staging or diving into it because I was, I was already making six figures. I was Ooh. already at my high, my, at the time, my peak for, you know, my income level. So I, if I was so worried about the money, I would have just stayed doing what I was doing, yeah. living a, living a unhappy existence, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the pain of being comfortable and being where I was when I knew it wasn't fulfilling was so much stronger than the fear of leaping. So when I was getting ready to make leaps, when I was starting to get certified, when I was starting to study design, when I was starting to dig into it, um, I wasn't even focused on money. I was just like, okay, I was starting to ask better questions, deeper questions. Does this feel good? Is this, does this feel like this resonates with like something that can make me happy long-term? Is this, is this something that makes me happy or is this just a stress? Am I doing this just because, you know, because of money? Because if I, if I was doing it just for money, like it wouldn't have made me happy. Cause that was, like mm. I said, that was kind of the crossroads I got at before it was, I, I was kind of chasing money yeah. and it, it led me to a giant dead end. So now it's time to start chasing fulfillment. It's, start, it's now Oof. it's time to start chasing service. It's I love that. To, I yeah, love that. More. Well, it, uh, I'm very uh, fascinated about that perspective. It's so, you know, um, uh, connected to emotions and fulfillment. Now, I have a question though, um, and, and this is like a, a, this is actually where the the, the topic is um, focused. How does um, design affects the emotion? So, yeah. Can you explain in, in in your perspective in the context of what you do? How does it affects? How does uh, emotion affects? The, uh, sorry, how does uh, design affects the emotion in your context? Yeah, so I'll kind of I'll refer to this more in the home decorating mm, sense. Yes, really the the uh, reference that I have. But it's funny because actually, design and emotions both affect each other. Oof. So design affects emotion because a specific surrounding, whether it's um, feels good or doesn't feel good is going to elicit certain emotions, but then, um, emotions affect design because depending on whatever mental state you're in is going to determine the way you perceive the surroundings that you're in. So it all, it all impacts each other. But the thing is a lot of this is happening, you know, this is all happening so fast yeah. that you know, because it happens within a split second of walking into a room, you just mm. feel a certain way. But the thing is, it's all subconscious. All of this is subconscious for the most part. Right. Most people aren't aware why they like certain colors. They mm. aren't really aware of why they chose specific things for their home. They're very, um, you know, it's just very distant. There's a lot of separation. 
And so what's happening is that people are just really creating, um, creating environments out of function and just trying to make they're not, there's not a lot of intention into what they're bringing into their space. And so what that does is it creates spaces that are different than their, than the emotional state that they're striving to have. So this is where you see a lot of like right now with COVID, you'll get a lot of people talking about home renovations. They're working on a lot of new projects and they're in the house, board, board in the house. Like right. so now they have all the time to think about their environment because now they're starting to be conscious of it because it's in their face all the time. So Ooh. it just shows that we need to slow down a little bit more in life in general and just really pay attention to the things, you know, I love that. Yeah. Why we're choosing the things that we're choosing. Um, but yeah, you know, it's really just emotions and design are so interconnected. But like I said, it's just a lot of it is subconscious. Um, so it's really just about um, just starting to ask yourself questions, starting to dig deeper. Like, why do I like, you know, the color red? Or why do I like mm. the color yellow? Uh, what does this elicit for me? And wow. just trying to really bring a sense of um, like trying to plan mm. how you want your face to feel and then working backwards. Wow. So that's where I do a lot of like, um, I work a lot with like feng shui with my clients. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, now I'm not like a feng shui master and I don't think anybody <laughs> can really claim that because feng right. shui is ancient Chinese philosophy from like 5,000 years ago. You know, it's, right. it's forever old. So nobody's ever really going to fully 100% know like the inner deeper workings of feng shui. But, but what you can grasp from feng shui is that it's all about manipulating the energies in your room mm. and around yourself to create what you want and you know create what you want uh, your room to to bring more of for you in your life you know, wow kind of, kind of, but it really like there's so much truth to that and i think the modern day explanation of that is just you know our surroundings affect our emotions right, right. <laughs> yes yeah, of course i, I totally agree i totally agree it plays a, a it plays a big role in how you think in how you live your life how you feel it, it's there i love what you said that it intertwines in you know in surroundings and i'm so amazed how you explain you know the pandemic situation and that's the reason why people are suddenly renovating um decorating plants inside a house moving things <laughs> yeah. around so I, I my my thinking is just you know people are just bored but when you explain the the really the, the context behind it wow it's it's an eye opener um do you do you bring this this concept um about you know emotions and and design do you share this to your clients and and if so how i mean it's so it's not that technical but you know it's something deep yeah yeah and that's that's what i really aim to bring to my clients is for mm. them to understand it's going so much deeper than you want a new couch <laughs> you know it's nice. a sense there's a lot of times people are seeking fulfillment and and they're they're not feeling worthy enough because i'll tell Ooh. you what yes so the reason so people will come to me with, uh, you know, they'll, they'll come to me and say, Hey, I need decorating help. And so that's the reason I do my discovery calls is because right. I want to have a real conversation. I want to understand 
why did you reach out to me? Why now? Why do you suddenly feel like you need decorating help? And I'll say, okay, what's, what do you think is like the thing holding you back? And the consistent thing I'm getting across the board is people are feeling like they don't trust themselves. They're really scared to make a decision. They have no idea what's going to look good. And they're afraid that if they try, they're going to fail. And so I realized, and I, and I personally studied personal development and psychology since I was like Mm. 18 a little over 10 years now. And, um, so I, you know, I can kind of pick out those red flags of like, Oh, there's a deeper level thing here. So, and I've never been someone to sugarcoat, but I'll do it in a nice way, but I'll just say, <laughs> Hey, we need to have a different conversation here. Mm-hmm. So you know, we'll, start, we'll start digging deeper and say, okay, well, well, why don't you trust yourself? You know, it's about working backwards. And this is something I do for my own self too, but it's right. really important for my clients to see that there's more here. They're, they don't just want a couch. They want the, the security to make that decision. They want the confidence to know that they're capable of putting a room together. So a lot of what I do is, you know, my consultations, when we get to that point, they're two hours. Wow. So I'm not, I'm not just telling you how to put a room together. I'm actually like teaching you how I do it because right. although my goal is like lifelong clients, I, you know, I want clients that want to work with me forever, but yeah. I also want to empower people to look, take what they learned from just working with one room with me to then feel like they have the knowledge and, and at least the foundation of a thought process to mm. then take the next room that they want to work on. So it's just about empowerment. It's about teaching. It's about working. Wow. Um, your, your business is very client centric, you know, um, and that's good. I like I like what you said that it's more than just you know choosing the, the right couch for your house the right aesthetic it's it's going deeper and if if I were um, your client I would really appreciate that because you like what you said you discover something right and you address that issue that is hidden um, could be a big or small issue but you address it. And that's for me, that's going the extra mile. No wonder your, you know, clients, they get a good um, design of their house, furniture and everything. Plus they get to rediscover themselves, you know, and that's, that's something. And I'm sure most of the clients, Oh, here's, here's another question. Follow up question. I just have this thought. Um, I would be, I would be, Let's say there's two kinds of clients, and I want you to be honest. If if you re- encounter this along the way, yeah. So the the first first um, type of clients, those are the people like me, which okay, yeah, I, I love that. You know, help me discover things, you know, guide me through the process of healing and and things like that. But here comes the other type of clients that would you know shut the door and say, hey, I'm here for you to help me figure out what I need inside my house. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't need help figure out like things inside my life. <laughs> I don't need a shrink or a coach to guide me. I need someone to help me build my house. Have you encountered this thing? I want to be honest. You were laughing. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, it's so funny because I 110% have dealt with this. And <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there's there's a bajillion different types of clients, but when I started my when I started my business, I 
literally went through an avatar worksheet of who is my <laughs> ideal client. I created, I gave her a name. Uh, I work with men too, but I, I was just like, okay, who's my ideal client? What do, what are they seeking? What do they want more of? Like I just went through the whole thing. And right. so I had, I had to really stick with that as my focus and what was going to, who I wanted, that was who I wanted to serve. Because if I know hundred percent who I can serve and who I want to serve, like that's when my best work is going to come out. Yeah. So I cannot, I cannot sacrifice my brand, my reputation, my work for somebody who personally doesn't want to do the work. They want that quick fix. Mm. And so I actually recently had somebody, um, you know, somebody come to me and they, you know, they were, they kept telling me, you know, it's, it's between you and another designer. Um, but I'm <laughs> telling you, like, I don't have time to do your questionnaire. I don't have time, you know, to, to do a two hour consultation. Like I need you to come to my house. I need you to do all this stuff. And I said, I, I completely hear you. And I said, I'm willing to work with you. Like I can condense this process down slightly, but in order for me to do my work the way that I need to do it, and to do it in a way that's going to actually be effective for you and give you long-term happiness. Cause at the end of the day, like my process seems like a lot upfront because it is, you know, a half hour call and then a two hour call on a consultation mm. and there's some work, between. but that's, it's a little bit of work upfront for long-term happiness, because I'll tell you right now that they just want that instant gratification, mm. what they end up doing is spending so much money over time, constantly changing their space because they don't realize why they're doing it they don't realize that they're just chasing material to make them happy when really honestly we could just probably reorganize your space a bit and shift it and add maybe a couple new things um you know and you would be so happy in your space because you don't realize the potential that it already has yes. so I, I i can't sacrifice my business model to meet the demands of people that just don't get it and and i and i think that comes with being an entrepreneur too Mm. is we're, we're as an entrepreneur, no matter what you're doing, like I'm, I'm not doing something that hasn't been done before as far as decorating, right. but my approach and the way I do it has not been done before. It's new. It's different. I'm creating something from nothing. And so when you do that, you have to know that not everybody is going to get it and not everybody's going to be on board and that's okay. That is okay. You know, like you are different for a reason. You're doing it different for a reason. You're creating a movement, you're creating something. And so um, yeah, like you just, I, I hear those people and I completely get it and I respect it and I will always take their call because they're interested and, and I want to hear them out and I want to see if there's any way that I maybe could work with them. Like maybe, maybe they, they think they want, you know, they may, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to go into specific details. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'll always be interested in talking with people that are interested right. in working. I'll never turn that down, but I will set standards and I will have nice. boundaries for the work that I take on. I'm not going to say yes to everyone. Exactly. And, and I love what you said and I totally agree. It's okay. You know, not, not everyone would be connected to you or understand you. And that's their right. You know, we all have our own preferences. And yeah. it, it, it's just life. It's the way it is, you know. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> life. I, you know, the funny thing is, um, I have this, uh, I don't know, it's a saying or something, but I have this, uh, I always say this whenever I go speak or in a podcast or because la last week I have like series of speaking engagements online. 
So I always say this. I, I always say that I don't want to, um, let's not overcomplicate things. So let's make it simple. And when you said that earlier, I was like, wow, we're sharing the same philosophy. And, yes. and, and it makes, once you figure out that, um, that concept, it makes your life better. I, I don't know. It, it's my perspective. Because you don't need to overcomplicate things. You see it as it is. Then you move forward, you know, you, you think differently. And in this context, you know, people that doesn't connect with you, it's okay, right? Um, they have their own preferences and you can settle it in a, in a respectful manner. Okay, I understand you. Like what you said, I do understand and I'm still willing to reach out. Uh, but this is my process and this is my business profile and this is my, you know, my values. Um, if, if it will be jeopardized, then... I think, uh, like what you've said, you have options. Feel free to do so. But if you know, if you if you want uh, a meaningful a meaningful uh, decision for your house or for the things around you that will you know really make a difference, not just you know getting a bunch of nice things or expensive things and doesn't have any meaning and doesn't have any connection, then let's do it. Let's continue and let me do my job. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. And, and something I was thinking about too, while you're saying it is like, man, you know, it's, it's, it's so important to not take life so seriously. It's so important. And, but I think it's also important to remember we're human. Part of the human experience is sometimes, you know, taking life seriously because things come up, things matter in order to experience, you know, in order to do life, you have to, you know, you have to take it seriously at some point. But I think the goal really should just be a majority of the time, yeah. you know, how you in your life. That's nice. Very That's nice. Yeah, you don't want to be too hard on yourself when you're like, oh gosh, I just took this seriously. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, calm down, calm right, down. Right. It's okay <laughs> to take life seriously sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. Time is really, I think, the goal. Jesse, what are any tips that you want to share to all our listeners, to all, to all our viewers out there? Any tips that I know you have a lot, but can you pick like the most, the, the best tip that you can share for people that, you know, um, could be in the same position as you are thinking um, or in the same line of work? Feel free. Uh, oh, that's, that's tough because, okay, so I'm a Gemini and a common trait of Gemini's is like indecisiveness and like <laughs> every idea that I have. So narrowing down can sometimes be tough. Um, but I think one of the, one of the biggest things that actually goes in line with what we've just talked about is just simplifying life. Ooh. Simplifying life is so important. It's so important because if you think about it, life is essentially just going, it's the process from going to one thing to the other. That is, that's life. <laughs> that's literally what it is. It's, it's the experiences you have between point A and point B. So the thing you have to enjoy them as much as possible. You just do. And so to do that, you have to have trust that everything is already working out for you. And the way you do that is honestly the, the most annoying answer ever, but it's meditating meditating and it's, it's truly the way that you find that inner peace because I'll tell you what like leveling up doing the hard work doing the road less traveled it's called that for a reason it, it takes doing the hard inner work 
to get to that peace or that place of peace and um, just happiness in life and, and trust that everything's going to be okay. So to get to that inner working, you have to do meditation. And, and I don't do meditating every day. I literally do it like a couple times a week, maybe mm -hmm. like, but I always have it to come back to. And when I do it, I do it. That's wow. the key thing. You decide you're going to do the inner work. You've got to do it. Even for 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Like if you don't have 10 minutes, you don't have a life. <laughs> so, <laughs> 10 minutes, you know, a couple times a week to do that. And you'll be so amazed at the inner peace you find. And, and that's, I think, how you start to enjoy the process between the A and B moments. Wow. I, that was like amazing. I have learned a lot, like the perspective, insights, your story is such a wonderful, uh, wow. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for, you know, just being natural your authenticity, you being humble, and that extra mile, that value that you give to your clients and to people. Um, that is something that the world needs, especially in this time, this generation, and what it is to come. So thank you. Thank you, thank you for that. Now, Jesse, we, <laughs> we have learned the story of you as, you know, as an entrepreneur, and as an artist, I consider you as an artist. And oh, thank you. that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we come to the part that I want the people to see that yes, you are an entrepreneur, you're a wonderful person, but you're also a human being. And it's time to see the the that human side in this part of the show by having fun. Okay. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. So the part, this part of the show, um, I call the creative fast talk. Okay. I will be asking you random questions and this is new also for me. I didn't prepare this. The team prepared the rumble of questions and then they're just showing it, um, five minutes before. <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm reading it right now. Um, then I'm going to be asking you random questions that, has nothing to do, no connection whatsoever in our topic, your background, nothing. Okay. All right. So this is going to be weird questions. All I'm right? ready. I hope I can come up with something. I'm like, I get nervous for these. They're so okay. rapid fire. <laughs> um, be honest. You know, um, you cannot pass, but be okay. honest. Don't spend too much time thinking of what the answer should be. When, when the question is asked, just shoot. All right. And be a good sport. <laughs> Ready. Ready. All right. So th I think this one is the easy part. Okay. So let's start with that. All right. Why am I <laughs> okay. Good. Netflix or YouTube? Oh, YouTube. YouTube. Okay. I like to think that you can do anything on YouTube. Like I was just like, oh, you want to be a brain surgeon? Go to YouTube. <laughs> you want to learn yeah. how to do, build a car? Go to YouTube. You want to do anything? Source of literally learning. <laughs> All right. Yeah, YouTube. Laptop or tablet? Ooh, laptop. Amazon or eBay? Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. Amazon. Used to work Android, there, so. Android. Android or iOS? iOS. Wow. Okay. Audiobook or podcast? Ooh, I'm a podcast. Very good. Yes. Go. <laughs> although, yes. although audiobook, I'm starting to be a fan of it. I love audiobooks too. And did you know mm. you can listen to audiobooks on YouTube? 
<laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've tried yeah. it. I've tried it. It's got everything. Um, yeah. Here, here's the second part. This is where the transition, um, let's say this is the middle part. This, this is the part where the questions get weirder, all right? Babies or old people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, okay, so I, uh, babies are so cute, but I'm gonna go with old people because I actually am fascinated listening to their stories. I'm the only person at like a family reunion chatting with my grandparents, asking Aww. them about them about their life story all so right I okay old people. <laughs> hunger or boredom <laughs> oh, that's so hard i love food um i love food i man but i don't know i'm, I'm gonna say boredom because i love food too much all right but all right what, what, what is your favorite food by the way just i'm just curious uh, I don't, I don't even have one. Okay, so this is again a Gemini thing. Like, I can't choose my favorite like movie, favorite ah, artist, right? Because I like too many of them. Mm. But like, I love like I love um, smoothies and I love chocolate and I love um, euros and I love like chicken and I, I don't <laughs> know like, Mexican food. Like, I love it all. So I just yeah. All right. Okay. Free coffee. Or free Wi-Fi? Oh, I can't imagine. Wi-Fi, but I guess we pay for a minute. Um, free coffee, man. <laughs> yeah, go coffee? team coffee, right? Yeah. Do you, do you drink um brewed coffee or what's what's your blend? Oh yeah, I love like a medium roast coffee. All right, yeah. Welcome to the team. <laughs> true love, true love. Or ten million dollars. Oh, true love. True All love. Right. Yeah, yeah. Truth. <laughs> Truth or dare. Truth. <laughs> eternal. Uh, this is this is funny. All right. Eternal itch or eternal pain. <laughs> what? Okay. Inter eternal pain or eternal itch. Yeah. Yeah, they seem like the same because eternal itch would just, I mean, I guess I'd rather eternal itch. So that sounds less harsh. All right. Okay. Now, <laughs> we, th this is where the, the, like the hard part is. All right. Lights on or lights off? <laughs> um, <laughs> lights on. <laughs> okay. 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 Neck or lips? <laughs> lips. I'm, I'm a lipstick girl so I'm gonna say lips all right all right okay sex uh, or chocolates uh sex <laughs> <laughs> so you already know I love chocolate so you really so, can have both right yeah I can have both but I if I had to choose I would choose sex <laughs> well yeah <laughs> okay um last question okay if you have the power to bring back someone um from the dead who would it be and why uh okay you know what i don't even know why i randomly thought of this like last mm. week uh wayne dyer Oof. wayne dyer he has so he's changed my life he's absolutely changed my life through his books and through his speeches and sorry i'm like going always go back to the deep stuff but oh, like sure sure go go he's incredible and um yeah i would just like if 
if I could like sit on the beach with him and talk or like go to a coffee shop and pick his mm. brain like oh I would yeah Wayne Dyer wow nice well Jesse thank you for being such a good sport thank you for answering those weird questions and thank you for sharing wonderful your wonderful story and you know such amazing learnings thank you feel free to promote um your social media accounts if you have projects um feel free to yeah. promote yeah well thank you so much for having me i just really want to thank you so much because you know this is only a second podcast but like i'm so honored to be on and um yeah it's just been so fun so thank you for for creating this platform um, and yeah, um, I'm Jesse Carroll Design on all things. Um, also Jesse Carroll, uh, J-E-S-I uh, is my first name. And you can find me literally in both ways um, on all platforms. I'm also getting ready to release a life coaching program. So that will be soon. So get ready for that. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much everything. Jesse Carroll Design and Jesse Carroll. <laughs> wow thank you thank you jesse and uh thank you more power blessings to your business and what you do continue to be a blessing to people um i know being being um you know blessed with so much compassion and doing the extra mile for your clients that again that is something that what the world needs so continue to be that um, continue to be a humble person stay stay humble and always reach out and help people all right thank you thank you for spending the time with us here i enjoy i hope you were not bored i hope you enjoyed also this has been so fun this has been so amazing all right thank you thank you jesse and guys this is the creative talk it was a wonderful episode i i was amazed by the story of jesse and guys check her um, in her instagram account in all her social media accounts follow her check her out um and do follow us in Instagram. Check us in Spotify and iTunes, Apple Podcast, And we have a YouTube channel. Visit us, subscribe, and like. Thank you. This is The Creative Talk with me, John Santos, and the wonderful person, Jesse. Thank you.